Run Your Story family. This is Allison Gilliard with Run Your Story, where every story needs to be heard. And what a fun way to kick off 2024. Then with my friend, Jeff Franco. He is so great. His run story is incredible. We actually recorded at the Mississippi Gulf Coast Marathon put on by Fresh Junkies. We met up and there was a great spot outside for us. So we got to be out there. It was so much fun. It was great weather for that. And we met prior to that at Battleship 12K Packet Pickup. <laughs> so it's such a great story. And we talk about that in the podcast, but it was so much fun. And we just instantly became besties. His wife is amazing and such a great family. Just absolutely adore them. And so Jeff is so much fun. And he talks about how cross country not only brought him the love of running in a weird way for all the swag, because that's what he does. I think that's why we connect so well <laughs> with all this. We run for the swag. But also I brought him lifelong friendships and community. And he still runs with his buddy Chris from Cross Country. Like, that is so cool and such a great story. And can't wait for you guys to hear that. Jeff, who is also a chiropractor, but also a runner. And he shares the perfect lesson learned is that you don't ever do it. You just take your time, especially if you're new to running or coming back from an injury listen to your body it is your greatest voice and so don't ever do it nice and slow that's what he says and to go get the correct running shoes we hear that time and time again when we sit down with you guys and it is so true and guys how blessed are we that we have three running stores in our area that you can go get fitted for it's absolutely amazing and jeff also shares the importance of proper footwear and not overdoing it so great words of wisdom from jeff and again you guys are gonna love him so much fun and can't wait to see him at louisiana because he'll be there <laughs> thank you jeff it's absolutely amazing and guys our podcast this month is powered by the port city pacers guys such a fun organization that is right here in our city mobile alabama and it was formed in 1979 as a non-profit chapter of the roadrunners club of america it was founded to educate Mobilians about the benefits of running and walking. The club is committed to promoting and encouraging participation in road races. And they do such an amazing job, the volunteers, and they really is a volunteer organization. And everyone does such an extraordinary job at the Port City Pacers. And these races could not happen without them or without the volunteers. So huge shout out and thank you to Port City Pacers. Guys, they put on some great local races and join today as a member. You get a little discount, which is great, especially if you sign up for more than one race or more than one person in your family. They have family memberships. Such a great idea. And what better way to kick off the new year than running a Port City Pacer race? Yay! There are so many cool ones coming up. February's Battle of Mobile Bay 5K, the Azalea Trail Run, and the Mobile 8K. Do it in the bush and so many more. So excited. And again, shout out to my Port City Pacer friends. Like, they are amazing. You can register for these races at the local running stores or online at portcitypacers.com. You can also follow Port City Pacers social media pages. And guys, join us. Hit the pavement with a Port City Pacer. They are phenomenal, really cool people, and I'm a huge fan of them. And all the money raised at races go to our community. And that's just incredible. So... Huge shout out and huge thank you to the Port City Pacers for powering this podcast and believing in Run Your Story. So I love that we partnered together. Like, it's amazing. So, guys, get ready, get set, and go run with my friend Jeff and his Run Your Story.
so excited to have Jeff. <laughs> we we were laughing because we met at Battleship 12K uh-huh. and we became like instant besties. And Chris, we'll throw Chris in there too. We'll throw Chris he's, in there. He's in there. He's in there with the group. <laughs> and now I got to meet your wife. So now we're just all besties. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I love it. And you're from Louisiana. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So what is your run story, Jeff? Okay. Goes back to high school. So you went to high school? I did. I actually graduated too. Thank you. I do have a degree. Okay. So I am third in line of five kids in my family. Okay. Okay. So my older two brothers, when they got into high school, they started running cross country. So my school was eighth grade on. So when I got into eighth grade, the cross country coach knew my brothers because of running and knew they did pretty good. And he basically didn't give me a choice. He's like, you're going to run. Oh. I was like, shoot. Okay. Well, I'll give it a shot. So we start practicing with the team and everything. And I will never forget my first race. <laughs> so keep in mind the cross country course that we ran mm-hmm. my entire career in high school was literally five houses down from my house where I grew oh, up. Yeah. So I, I knew the course very well. Yes. Home turf. That's yeah. Himself. I had the home team advantage. <laughs> so I'm running and it was only two miles because I was in eighth grade. Okay. And I had maybe half a mile left at the most. And I was so tired. I was like, God, I could just fake fall right now. So I don't have to finish this thing. <laughs> but I didn't. I kept running because I could, I could start to see the finish line. So I just kept going. And I ended up getting top 10. What? And so in high school, when you get top 10, you get a t-shirt. I was like, that was fun. <laughs> so then I started actually trying. And the rest is history. Wait, so your first race. I was trying, don't get me wrong. Okay. I was trying, <laughs> I was trying, but I wanted to stop. Mm-hmm. I so wanted to just stop mm-hmm. and be like, this is not fun. Like I'm really exhausted and pushing myself hard for what? Then I get the medal and I was like, oh, or the t-shirt. And the I was t-shirt, like, yeah. Okay, yeah. I could go with that. So now you do it for the t-shirt. I do it for the t-shirts. For the bling. For the bling. I mean, come on. <laughs> And for the runner's high. And the whiskey. And the whiskey. And the, whiskey. <laughs> the one and only time. By the way, whoever's listening, that race, I know I'm skipping ahead. I'll get there. That was my favorite race. Stop it. Oh, it was really fun. Aww. It was fun. Jeff, cheese, Manali. Okay, let's mm. talk about some lessons that you've learned from running. Obviously, mm. how to push yourself for a t-shirt. Yeah. But. I have learned to not overdo it mm. because that is a thing as well. Mm-hmm. I have overdone it. Running in the correct shoes is a huge thing. Mm, okay. Six years ago, I learned that the hard way. I was running in shoes that were, first of all, too old at the time. Okay. And I was training for a, the Louisiana, yeah, Louisiana half. Really? I was. Mm. And my brother and I were both training separately because he lived in Baton Rouge and I was in Hammond. And I was doing okay with my training. We get to it and we start running together. And I think the first, I think it was maybe the first four miles, we were going at a 6.30 pace. And I'm like, what on earth are we doing? Cause I did mm. not train for that speed. Well then my right calf cramped up. Mm. I started, I pulled it and it was hurting so bad. So then I started running differently, of course. Sure. So that I immediately developed a blister on my left foot. Oh. So between having bad shoes going out way too fast, I, for nine miles, suffered and I finished, but I suffered through that race. Mm. That's why it took me six years to finally say, I'll do another one. Really? Yep. So from that point on, I went and got fitted for the proper shoes. Okay. 
And I, I took time off from running after that injury. And yeah, now I'm back at it. That's interesting. Cause I want to bring that up cause you're a chiropractor. I am. So you work on injuries. I do. And I'm just. You know what's funny? Mm -hmm. People think because I'm a chiropractor that my back should never hurt. My neck should never hurt. And I should never be injured. This is true. That's a fair assumption. But guess what? I am human. <laughs> This entire time I thought you were Superman. I Look, I, I try to push that, but it doesn't work. <laughs> the body says differently. That's right. It was like, nope, you're not. Yeah. Wow. Fun fact. Okay. So where I'd say Saturday, Tuesday morning, I was working out with a friend and I hurt my low back. I was hurt so bad Tuesday that I worried about this 5K race. I was like, oh my God, how am I going to do this? And I just signed up for the half tomorrow. Literally, I'm recovering quickly. Well, yeah, I got adjusted, which made the biggest difference in the world. But yeah. Hashtag Jeff the chiropractor. Literally, actually, my friend Jeff adjusted me. <laughs> yeah. I, didn't, I couldn't do it to myself. <laughs> Something with the name. Are you serious? Yes. Yeah. My great friend Jeff, I used to work with him for four years. Lawrence. And I called him. I'm like, dude, I am hurting. And yeah, I, I need yeah. to get better now. So, yeah. So, shout out to the other Jeff. Yeah. I wouldn't be sitting here right now signing up for the race tomorrow. Wow. Interesting. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about what has been your favorite race. Like I mentioned a couple minutes ago. No, in all seriousness, though, I love all the races that I do because mm -hmm. most of the time it's with people that we know, mm -hmm. right? Friends mm -hmm. of our run group or whatever, family members. But the battleship. This year, the weather was absolutely oh, perfect, perfect. Yeah. compared to last year, because <laughs> last year was miserable, mm. and we both did it last, her and I. And you said, I'm not coming back this year. <laughs> That's what she Well, she just chose a different, she meaning my wife sitting next mm -hmm. to me here, she chose a different race than that one. But anyway, it was perfect weather. Everything just seemed to work out mm. really well. Mm -hmm. And then met you and figured out that it is possible to, to get a bottle of whiskey at the end of a race and not beer. <laughs> So that was wonderful. Just made everything fun. <laughs> but yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Honestly, I've done a lot of races in between cross country and track mm -hmm. and outside of all that stuff. And now it was just a lot of fun. Dude, that's all. I love that. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, it's good. It was really fun to be able to meet you guys, you and Chris. And then we met at the expo or packet pickup, whatever they call it. And then, uh, yeah, I was waiting for you guys to cross, but there were so many people. And I was like, I actually don't know if I'm gonna get to see them. But I got, yeah, just being able to give you guys both your medals. And then I was like, wait, there's more. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I, at first I was like, what is she doing? Cause I'm thinking in my head, there's absolutely no way that you got whiskey to bring me at the end. Sure enough. It's like, wow, I get a, a special medal that was very polished and clean <laughs> and some whiskey. There we, hey, so, I aim to please. It was a good day. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It was a good day. <laughs> Let's talk about, is there a race that you're like, not my favorite? I never want to do again. Hmm. There was a race in high school in, I think it was Acadiana somewhere. Okay. And the motto of the race was, ain't no shade in Cade. So literally this course, there was no shade. You're literally running around, you're getting beat by the sun. Oh. It was really hot, it was muddy. Yeah. It was just, it, we did well. So every time that race came up in the season, our coach would basically split our top 14 into two teams. Okay. And we would compete locally and at Acadiana. So we ended up actually one year, we won both meets, 
even though we split up, yeah. we won both of them, which was fun, but the race was not fun. Oh. It was so incredibly hot <laughs> and, and like miserable. It was like, gosh, a three mile run back in high school. It was just an all out sprint. Mm -hmm. We were going really mm -hmm. fast. So yeah. That wasn't fun. That wasn't fun. <laughs> You're like, I'm okay with not doing like, that. Anymore. I like the shade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do. So let's talk about what does your pre-race routine look like? My race day routine, of course, trying to get some sleep the night before. Sure. A decent amount of sleep. I, as I get older, require a little bit more movement before I can do any massive activity. Mm -hmm. I get up with plenty of time to start to walk around, stretch, drink some water. If I have enough time, I'll drink a protein shake as early as I can mm -hmm. to make sure that by the race time, I'm totally fine. Yeah. Just to have something in me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The night before, I'll have my outfit picked out, so I don't have to worry about that. Just feel flat, Jeff. Yes. Flat. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just pile of clothes. That's all it is. Yeah. It's just getting to the race with more than enough time than what I need mm -hmm. because, like, I'll do a little stretching at home if I can, just because I'm comfortable, and then I'll do some additional stretching at the race, just slow stretching not really super deep stuff just so i don't overdo anything but yeah just get the nerves out get to the race early enough time because I, I get a little anxious and so if i get there and it's like this morning i'm not gonna lie it was a little bit stressful because we woke up at 4 30 because we didn't stay out here last night mm -hmm. so we drove here and it was a ton of fog so i was worried we might get a little traffic but it, it was great we got here, got our packets and numbers and everything. We had plenty of time to get that situated, get stretched out, take the shuttle to the mm -hmm. beginning of the race. So as long as we have enough time that I'm not rushed, I'm good. You're good? Yeah. Yeah. And hence how you got first in your age bracket today. And that 10th was, overall. That was not planned at all. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Serious. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's talk. <laughs> You cross the finish line, you get your whiskey, you get your medal. Yeah, yeah. What does Jeff like to do next? Eat. <laughs> I like to eat. Okay. Because on a normal day, I have to eat breakfast. Mm. If I don't eat mm -hmm. a good like a good meal, I might get a little hangry. Oh, okay. Yeah. If I know I'm going to start my morning off with a run, whether it's with my race group or if it's actual a race that I'm going to, mm -hmm. I'm okay with a little something to hold me off because when I get in race mode, I'm not hungry anymore, right? But as soon as I'm done, race mode is up. It's done. <laughs> so now it's back to normal Jeff. I'm hungry. So like, give me the food. So that's why I'm usually, I usually, I walk around a little bit, get some water, and then I'll go find the food. Is there something that you're like, this is what I really want after a race? Is there something that you praise? Um, like tomorrow when you guys get done with the hat, are you going to be like, I really want to go find this one thing to eat? Don't, don't she laugh at me over there. So there's- And you can't say beignets. Oh, well, close, donuts. <laughs> so listen, the Crescent City Classic- Okay. Is a race that I have done when I was younger. So a little bit in high school, maybe college, we would do it for fun or anything. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then I just took several years off of doing it. But when I went back to do that again, I remember her and I signing up and I was like, all I remember is there's a ton of people out there observing and watching and having mm -hmm. a good time. I mean, it's New Orleans, right? Yeah. Well, then there's people handing out shots and alcohol and all this kind of stuff. And there's people handing out freaking donuts. And I'm like, what else could you ask for in the middle of a race? Some orange slices and to eat a donut. And I don't drink beer. So, of course, people hand out beer. I'm like, no, I'm good. Mm -hmm. But they have like jello shots and whatnot. So, yeah, it's something I look forward to. 
because I earn it. I'm going to run that hard. I got to carb it up after. <laughs> Where's my donut? Okay, okay for the record, I will not be at the finish tomorrow. I will not have your donut. That's okay. Whiskey. No, no, it's okay. okay. I had my donut today after this race. <laughs> Did I not? I had my donut waiting. It's fine. Did you go get a donut? I had it from yesterday. I was prepared. You brought your own donut. I did. I knew there wasn't going to be any out here. <laughs> That's a whole other level of bougie running. Raspberry filled. It was delicious. Yeah. You brought it from Louisiana? I did. Yeah. It was great. Shout out. <laughs> you, okay, wait. I'm just wondering. Do you have a tank that says I run for donuts or I run on donuts? Not yet. Christmas is coming up, Allison. Sure. <laughs> Just kidding. Hey, kidding. what's your size, Jeff? What size do you Medium. Okay. Just saying. <laughs> I run on donuts. I look. It's funny. Now, granted, most races will shoot. The battleship had. They did not donuts. donuts. Yeah. I was very. See, another reason why I was <laughs> such a good race. A polished metal whiskey followed by a couple donuts. You were living your best life. I was so happy that day. <laughs> I was so happy. I had a good pace. It was nice. I earned it. <laughs> so much, Dad. Let's talk about running shoes. What, what do you like to run in? Oh, okay. You like that okay. question. I, okay. I do because okay. I've had my injury sure. because of the wrong shoes. Mm -hmm. After that half marathon six years ago, I went and got fitted. And they said I'm a neutral runner, so they put me in Brooks Adrenaline. Nope, Glycerin. Glycerin, okay. So I ran in those for the next maybe three years. Okay. My issue was that they started to change the shoe. I don't know why. So I'd get the exact same size. I'd put it on and I'm like, this doesn't feel right. So I switched. I went to a pair of Hoka's. I ran the Hoka Mag 4. Ooh, okay. So very different. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Very different. At first I was happy with it. And then running on the road so much, mm. there was not really grip on the bottom. It was just an interesting shoe. I got away from that, and when I did, I went from that Hoka to maybe the Clifton. The Bondi was the... Th the, the thicker one. Okay, so I got the Clifton, yeah. mm -hmm. right? So I got those, and my wife and I went to Fairhope for a weekend, and on the way out, she says, oh, can we stop at Varsity Sports? I want to get another headband. I'm like, cool, let's do that. Well, of course, they have a New Balance rep out there, and I'm literally wearing my new shoes for the first time, right? And he's like, oh, you got to try these on. And I'm like, buddy, I literally just spent money on these. Mm. I'm walking around this weekend to break them in. Yeah. He's like, just put them on. And I'm, I'm thinking New Balance. I never put them on the map of running shoes. He was like, this is a grandpa shoe. That's not happening. I put them on. And I'm like, holy crap, this is really comfortable. And I'm walking around. I'm looking at her. I'm like, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you maybe spend more money what on What do I shoes? do? <laughs> so I gave it back to him. And I was like, I can't justify another pair so yeah. we walk around the whole weekend and i don't know if it's mentally or what but my feet were not feeling good i was like i think i want to go return these and get those new balance yeah so it's the fuel cell super comp trainers which is what i'm currently wearing the version two they have a carbon plate tons of cushion my plantar fasciitis had been acting up which is why i had to get a lot more cushion yeah and so knock on wood i've had these it was not this November, not last month, but it was last year, 22. So since November of 22, I've been in my New Balance. Wow. Yeah, and I've been very pleased. It's a great looking shoe. It is. A tons of cushion on there. Mm -hmm. It is illegal for like Boston Marathon type stuff. Really? It is, it's too much cushion. 
I did not know that. Yeah. Okay. So that's why it's funny because when I talk to some patients of mine about mm -hmm. races and stuff, yeah. I'll tell them like, that's what I run in and I tell them, I'm like, but my shoes are illegal. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, what do you mean? I said, only for the big races. They're doping. That's what my shoes are doing. <laughs> my shoes are They doing. give me an edge. So, but they really do. I mean, yeah. they're, they're great. They're That's great awesome. shoes. Yeah. Let's talk about a running item that like, what is your favorite running item? Cannot go running without it. Okay. Another tool, if you will, is the socks, having the right kind of socks. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, again, you learn these things over time mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it's a good friend of mine who's also a chiropractor. Um, not Jeff. Not Jeff. Yeah. 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 This is, so this friend of mine, Mallory, does triathlons and mm. all, actually she just did a half and a full Ironman. Wow. I say Iron Woman. Yeah. Know, for her. But anyway, I was telling her about my foot issues and everything. And she's like, what socks are you running in? And I told her and she's like, no. Mm. So we literally went. It was at a seminar that we were at for the weekend. And we went. This is her hometown in Lafayette. She's like, we're going on lunch break. We're going to go get some new socks. So I actually went and it's these socks here, the features, but okay. they're for plantar fasciitis. So they really snug around mm -hmm. the whole bottom of the foot. It's great. So that's probably my now, now that I have them, mm -hmm. I don't want to run without them. Yeah. I had to go get another pair today because it's tomorrow. <laughs> so. Cause you did not come prepared. I did to not. To run for tomorrow. I did not. I'm prepared now. What kind of runner are you, Jeff? The one that just <laughs> gets talked into races apparently. <laughs> it's easy mm -hmm. to do. Mm -hmm. Peer pressure is a real thing. I, I don't think that's valid. I don't think it's peer pressure. I think it's friends helping friends. We could say that helping. too. Yeah. In some way. <laughs> I'm getting help in some way. <laughs> yes. She's like, your help your patients. The running community helps you. That's right. There we go. That's right. So you look at that. For your long runs, how do you fuel? Okay. So I'll be honest. The longest race I've done is a half. Okay. That's um, considered a long run job. Well, no, no. But what I'm, what I'm saying, <laughs> my point is I don't use goo. Okay. Yeah. I don't do anything mm -hmm. I don't do anything special. Because you're Jeff. Think, no. So in high school, we ran at 2.30 in the afternoon, the hottest part of the day. Sure. So of course we'd drink water throughout the day and hydrate. Mm -hmm. I was not, of course, high school, I didn't know anything about nutrition and all this kind sure. of stuff. It's just, I'm starving, give me something to eat. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't, I guess not feeling right, fueling right back in high school. I don't do anything special. I've never trained with goo even for half marathons. Mm -hmm. I know there's two stations tomorrow. I probably won't even use them. Sure. I've been told if you don't train like that, mm -hmm. don't do it. Yeah. Do not add something mm -hmm. new. So of course the night before I'm making sure I'm not eating a bunch of crap. Yeah. You know, a bunch of fried stuff mm -hmm. and anything super heavy. I just, I try to keep it light, but with some carbs. Mm -hmm. That's about it. So you, you drink along the course water? Is that what you... I'll, okay. Okay. So at the, the North Shore half okay. in October, was it? The only time I had water was, it, it must've been maybe around mile seven. And it was just, it was literally put some water in my mouth mm -hmm. and just spit it out. Okay. I didn't even swallow anything just because my mouth was just dry. Mm -hmm. And quite honestly, I just, I don't want to choke yeah. while yeah. running. And I don't That's really want to stop either. That's fair. So yeah, I just, I do make sure the liquid IV, mm -hmm. like I'll try to do that. Okay day before, morning of, again, if I have enough time beforehand, I try not to do too much in the middle of my run. Sure. Just how you train is how you race. That's right, absolutely. Wow, you really are Superman. Okay. <laughs> Not even close. <laughs> so has there been a running memory that whether it was for training or fun or a race, is there a running memory that you're like, wow, that was just such a good memory? 
I'm going to have to do a collective. Sure. And it was literally high school, mm. like all of high school. So starting off eighth grade, not even, I'm doing this because the coach is making me. Yes. Turning into freshman year, I was upset because coach didn't take me to state, even though I was good enough. But mm. he said, we got to let the juniors and seniors do it. You'll have your time. It was upsetting to me because I got so much into it mm. and the group. And I, there is this, there's nothing like your running group. Yeah, 100%. Like literally, mm -hmm. there's nothing else like it. Mm -hmm. So some of my absolute best friends in high school, we all ran together. And so I, I still have those relationships today. Oh, I love that. Yeah. That's it's cool. And do they still run too? Do you guys ever meet up together yes. and run? Okay. So this one guy, Drew Harrow, we went to grammar school together. We ran in high school together. He wasn't even a runner. He was actually, at the time, a wrestler. Interesting. And the wrestling coach was like, you're actually pretty fast. And he's like, oh, okay. Well, then, of course, that coach talks to the cross-country uh. coach, and he's like, you need to get this guy to run your team. So then uh. he starts running, and he was actually better than me. So he and I, on basically every race, would be first and second. Wow. So, but on our team. Yeah, first and yeah, second. yeah. Yeah. And now he coaches for Brother Martin. Where we went to high school. Oh, He's a coach there. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. But yes. We, yeah. it's awesome to see some of those same people still doing races, still into it like yeah. I am. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. That's cool. Oh. Running jams. Do you listen to music when you run? Usually just on the longer ones. I did have my headphones in today because I'm like, this is going to be a chill run. Might as well just enjoy the music. Mm -hmm. And it turned into more than that. But yeah, I love listening to fast paced kind of music. Okay. Just, so what is Jeff's running jams? Oh what, man, what is that? I grew up in New Orleans, mm -hmm. so don't judge. Jazz? Um, yeah, of course. Okay. <laughs> rap. I'll put some rap on. Really, Jeff? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. It just gets me hyped. You know? Some of it gets you angry, so you just run faster. I don't know. It's not just that. Okay. I listen to rock and roll, heavy metal stuff, mm -hmm. whatever. A whole variety of stuff, but it's mostly stuff that's fast paced. So as I'm moving, okay. I'm not slowing down for a slow paced song. Sure, that sure. makes sense. That's fair. Is there a song out there that you're like, that's my running song? Not really. Not really? Okay. I just, it's, it's just, I have a collective group of songs that I'll add some here and there yeah, and take yeah. some away. Mm -hmm. And, but not one particular one that's like, I've got to listen to this from the start. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Dude, that's yeah. amazing. Okay, so let's talk about, obviously you've brought in about injuries, recovery tools. How do you recover from a run? I am a huge proponent of stretching. Mm -hmm. And I have friends in my run group that they just show up and they move around a little bit. They don't really stretch and they just go out and do it. For some reason they don't get injured, but if I don't stretch, I will get injured. Mm -hmm. So stretching before, stretching after is huge. And then of course I have my massage gun that mm -hmm. really comes in mm -hmm. handy. Mm -hmm. I have a scraping tool that when my plantar fasciitis yes. got bad, mm -hmm. I was torturing myself Absolutely. on my yeah. foot with it. Epsom salt bath is big too. So fun facts, at the running events, I met, I don't know if you know this, but they make a roll-on Epsom salt. Really? Yes, it's called Epsonet. And they also have it like a lotion, but it's to wear, like for like when you're on the go or you're not at your house or whatever, and you don't have time to take a bath, you just put it on and it's supposed to have like that same Effect. absorbent. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Crazy? I, I should have brought it. If I knew I was going to do it tomorrow, I would have brought it, but I have a magnesium oil. That's the, okay. the same thing. Okay. So it's just, it's very, very liquidy. Mm -hmm. I want to just put it on wherever. It, 
actually after the half marathon in October, I think it was that run, my right hip flexor started, it, it started talking a little bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So before running, I would just put some of the oil right on top of that. And I'm telling you, I would have PRs on my regular Wednesday run. This is called magnesium oil. Yeah. Okay. Where do you find it? This was at a health food store okay. locally mm. to me. Actually, I can take a picture and send it to yeah. you when I get home. That's interesting. It's cool. Yeah. Let's talk about cross training. When you're not running, how do you cross train? Gosh, I, I do. I, I love to exercise. So mm. I do almost everything. I'm still working out legs as well. Mm-hmm. So a good friend of mine got on to me when my foot kept hurting. Sure. She's like, you've got to cross train. And so she started looking into stuff we can do barefoot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we'd go around her yard in the grass, running, doing lunges, box jumps, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. So just changing up the routine because mm. for a long time, my lower body was just running. Mm, and okay. that's not good. Yeah. You're training the same muscles the same way over and over. So you get mm-hmm. prone to more injuries right. that way. Yeah. So since I started doing that, it's made a big improvement for me and I just I haven't stopped. So upper body, lower body, mm-hmm. everything. That's amazing. But we usually, like, even if we're doing upper body, we still take our shoes off and, yeah. and do that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm a huge believer in strength training. So I have a Peloton and I absolutely love doing runners for strength training. And it's all like one-legged stuff. So because we're in a sport that's, you're hitting the ground one leg at a time. And yep. so you want to make sure. So I love that concept. Yep. It's amazing. It is. Dude. It works out good. So let's say that somebody comes to you like, Jeff, I want to get started running. What is a piece of advice you'd give them? For someone who doesn't run, Mm -hmm. I would say number one is starting with the right equipment. Mm -hmm. So get a good Mm -hmm. pair of socks, get the right pair of shoes. And then starting off easy, Mm -hmm. very easy, because you got plenty of time. There's not going to be an end of racing ever. Mm -hmm. If you're trying to get into a certain race too fast, you're going to get injured more than likely if you're not a runner. But if you're not doing it the right way, I would tell somebody start off super easy and get comfortable with it because you have to get your endurance up at the same time. It's not just about the muscle. So if your lungs can't handle it, but your legs can, mm-hmm. that's not a, a winning combination there. So yeah, I would say just getting the right tools first and then starting easy. Mm. Let's say that somebody is injured because obviously you work with injured people, injured athletes. Oh yeah. What is something that you tell them to get back into running? Okay, so one thing that I love is when so, so especially with like my problem, plantar mm-hmm. fasciitis. Sure. I can't tell you how many times I see that in my office. Mm. I actually adjust the bones and the feet. Mm. So by doing that, it helps put them back into a better position. They can move better. So mobility of the joints is mm. where you're going to get your most power and all that kind of stuff. So I can do that for people. And they come in, it's like, oh, I can't, I can't run. I used to be a runner and my foot's killing me. Mm. My ankle's killing me. So I'll usually do that. Orthotics can help as well. Mm-hmm. I particularly do not run in any kind of insert. I just go with the shoe because the shoe is built for a particular style of running. Mm-hmm. And so that's, to me, it's like they've set the shoe up for that. I'm not going to mess that up. I'm not going to say mess it up, but sure. I'm not going to change it by putting in an insert. And maybe okay. now I'm running in that shoe differently than I should. Oh, that's interesting. I yeah. haven't ever thought of it that way. But okay. now if you're wearing shoes casually around mm-hmm. or work shoes and you have a foot problem, I'm telling you, orthotics supporting the structure of your feet is a huge win. Big time. Yeah. It's an investment. You're mm-hmm. going to spend oh, yeah. three to $500 on a good insert. But if you're doing it right, it's going to support the foot like you should. That's amazing. I've never thought about 
the running shoe aspect of that. Yeah. Oh, oh interesting. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about a mantra. When runs get hard, is there something that you like to tell yourself? The faster you get to the end, the sooner you can just stop. Oh. <laughs> if I don't like doing it, I don't want to stop. Mm. Clearly, so for our first race in eighth grade, I wanted to stop, but mm -hmm. I was like, if I just hurry up and get to the end, I can just be done. Mm. Because if I stop mm -hmm. or if I fake fall, it's going to take me longer to get to the finish. Let me just finish this thing up. And that's how I treat it. I may slow down a little bit, but I'm not going to stop myself. I'm mm. just going to, like, the faster I get to the end, I can just be done. That's what I do. I, okay. <laughs> That's why you're the flash. You're like, I'm done. I'm done. I crossed it. I'm done. It's like, I don't want to do this anymore. Don't. Where's the end? Where's my donut? There's my donut. Where's my donut and whiskey? Look, <laughs> I'm so bougie. You are that. <laughs> Let's talk about goals. Do you have any coming up? Besides running the Beach to Bayou Challenge, which we're, we're still the hashtag Jeff needs to run. That we are. We are absolutely hashtagging that one. <laughs> the medals are just pushing me to do this stuff, mm -hmm. which I know every runner looks at that. Right? That's why you mm -hmm. have a whole booth set up for it. Goals, I would like to do a full marathon. Okay. I don't have a time frame. I told myself before I'm 40, I turn 39 in February. You still got plenty of time. Yeah, right over a year. But that's a goal for me. Once okay. I do a full, I'm good. I don't need to do anything else crazier than that, in my opinion. I am shocked by that statement. I know. Really? But I have done, okay, there's okay. another aspect to it now. I know you've heard of like Spartan races yes. and Tough okay. Mudders and all that. Some of those are very long races. They have a full marathon Correct. with obstacles. Mm -hmm. That's a little crazy. I never said I wouldn't do a full marathon with obstacles. I might do that, but I gotta do it just running first. It's a big challenge. Wow, okay. But you gotta work up to those. We're starting off slow. That's right. We're getting there. That's right. I've done two or three times. Oh gosh, what was that one? The Warrior Dash. Mm. I did that two or three times. And that was only a three mile. So it was relatively quick, mm -hmm. but you still had to do all these obstacles in between. And it was a lot of fun. So when you're cross training and you're exercising more than just running, yeah. it makes that stuff interesting too, because you run from obstacle to obstacle and then you get challenged in a different way and sure. then move on. Mm -hmm. So those were fun. I did those, but then I've gotten strictly to my road races mm. and I have my goals for that. And then I feel like I'll get back into the other stuff. Wow. Okay. I might. And hey, we're here to cheer for you. Thank you. We hashtag we believe in you, Jeff. I like all these hashtags. <laughs> okay. So let's also talk about whether it's a training or a race. Is there a favorite distance that you're like, ooh, this is my distance. I love this distance. I have grown to really like six miles. Okay. There was a time when I was doing nothing but 5K races because I was used to it, right? Mm -hmm. So high school was a three-mile run. Sure. Yes, we would train and do six or seven-mile runs. In high school, I didn't particularly like those. I don't know why. I just, okay, I know I'm going to do a three-mile race and I'm done, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, then as I got older and I'm doing a three-mile race, it's like a freaking sprint. Like, oh, my <laughs> God. So then once I started doing 10Ks, I'm like, this is a little bit easier <laughs> in a way because I'm not going as fast. Mm -hmm. Yes, I get to the 5K mark and I'm like, well, if I was doing a 5K, I'd be done right now, but I'm not going as fast. Mm -hmm. So I can just mm -hmm. finish up and still be proud of myself. That's amazing. I like that. Okay. Yeah. All right. And I remember when I did that half six years ago when I injured myself, I kept thinking at the six mile mark because at that point I was hurting. I was like, oh my God, this is a 10K. I'd be done, but now I gotta do this again. 
it is crazy how your math changes as a runner. Big time. Because you're like, let's just start checking off how many miles I've already done. Right. And then just counting down. Like, what's <laughs> left? We're not counting up. We're like, let's go down. Yeah. 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 They have girl math. Yes. Now we have runner's math. We do. It's a thing. <laughs> it's a thing. But yeah, honestly, doing the 10K runs, they're just a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. And it's just, you get into a good rhythm, a good pace to where it, I'm not killing myself in the run, mm -hmm. whether it's a run or just a race or whatever. But man, when we're doing those, every Wednesday, my run group does a 5K. And I can't tell you how many times I look at the other guys that are like a little bit slower than me. And they're like, how fast are you going today? I'm like, I'm not pushing it. They're like, okay, good. I'll stay with you. But I end up just like going to the front, <laughs> just get pushed to the front. And then I finish and I'm just like huffing and puffing. I'm like, why do I do this every time? I just don't want to. You are easily peer pressured. Very. I'm just, I'm very competitive. Now the truth comes out. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> That's what it is. In fact, this past Wednesday, because my back was still hurting yeah. and I wasn't wanting to push it, I walked when everybody else in the group ran. So I walked two miles, they ran three. And as I'm coming up to the end, all of them are standing on the side. They're like, come on, bring it in. <laughs> and, I, and I crossed the line, right? Mm -hmm. And one guy looks at me, he says, wow, that's the first time that you were the last person to come in. I said, and the only time, oh, I said, don't ever say that again. <laughs> I was like, man, never again. I just won't show up. <laughs> Stop it. If I have to walk, I just won't do it. No, I, I get competitive. Chris is like, I have a reputation on the streets. I do. Yeah. <laughs> Here with you. Any final words of wisdom, my friend? Yes. A lot of times people will say, you bring up doing a full marathon. It's like, I can't do that. It's like, you literally have no idea what you can and cannot do. I've seen it. Like I've done, so when I did my half marathon in October, I did really good. I had a great pace. Was not expecting that pace at all. Mm. I literally just wanted to go out and finish it with a decent pace. And of course you get in it and you're surrounded by all these other runners and it just boosts your confidence and everything. Yeah. And so when you sit there and you think, I can't do a half, I can't do a full, I can't do all this stuff. Nah, you really can, you just need to do it. Mm. Shut up and just do it. Shut up and do it. Yeah, cause you can, I've seen it. Shut up and run and get your donut. Here's the deal, <laughs> here's the deal. I'm pretty sure it was the Battleship 12K that we just ran. I saw a guy out there with a prosthetic mm. on his lower leg. And he was out there running. I said, if this guy can do it, why can't I? Mm. So I saw, I'm just like, shut up. You can do it. Mm. You know? Yeah. No excuses. I get. Thank you, my friend. Thank my you. brother. Oh my gosh. Thank you. So much fun. I'm so glad that we've gotten to know each other. <laughs> and yeah. Yeah. This is good stuff. So cool. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. So fun. Thank you, Jeff, so much for your run story and your heart for the running community. And just all that you talked about was so good. And especially going into the new year, how we're so eager to want to go ahead and blast through our training program. But that's not it at all. We need to be patient. We need to listen to our bodies and we need to get fitted for the right shoes. So good. Such great advice. But I just want to say thank you, Jeff, for sharing that Battleship 12K was a favorite memory for you. Because as a volunteer, you never know. You think sometimes 
I'm just volunteering. I'm not really doing anything, but no, like I say it all the time. We cannot have races without volunteers. And when that volunteer dresses up in costume or is blasting music or sneaks in some whiskey, you never know what the difference it will make, what a memory it is for a runner. And so shout out to all of our volunteers. Shout out to those that give up their mornings not to run, but to volunteer. And I highly suggest guys go and volunteer. Just give up one race a year and say, you know what, instead of running this, I'm going to go volunteer for this. And it makes you appreciate your volunteers. So truly grateful for them and all that they do. And a great way to volunteer is with Portsmouth Pacers. Guys, they put on some great races. You don't have to be a runner to volunteer. I tell people volunteering is just as much fun as running because it's a whole different memory. It's a whole lot of fun and you get to trip your bill on because you know you've been there. You know what it's like to hit that wall or that grind. And you just are like, you know what? I know I need a little extra pep. And then there they are. So, or in a costume, you just, you never know. So get with Port City Pacers. We'd love to have you volunteer. And again, shout out to Port City Pacers for making sure that this podcast is powered this month. We love Port City Pacers. And guys, again, go join, go become a member. They keep the cost of memberships and the cost of the races as cheap as possible. And they do that because they wanna make sure that everyone has the opportunity to run. And so, so grateful for that and for what they do for our community. So thank you to Port City Pacers. And as always, thank you to Gilliard Tech Services. He makes this sound so good. He does an amazing job of editing. He also designs websites and redesigns them for you, freshens them up. He does so much on website that it's amazing. Go check out Runner's Story website. You're gonna be like, wow, like this is crazy. I'm always blown away by what he does. So thank you, Gilder Tech Services, for believing in the running community, for your passion, for sharing that with Runner's Story. Truly could not do this without you. And Mars Hill, thank you so much for always giving us a safe place. Even though we didn't record at Mars Hill this time, we were at Mississippi Gulf Coast. It's always great to know that there's a safe place for us to be able to record, and I appreciate that so much. And again, they believe in the running community, and they say, we want to bless you because we know stories are important and running is important. And so I just, I love that. I love how the community comes full circle to make this podcast happen. And a lot of that is also due to our Patreon supporters. Woohoo! MVPs, my favorite people. I love, love, love our Patreon supporters because it does cost to put on a podcast. And Gray does such a good job using that AI software and it does cost money. And so because they're our Patreon supporters, it doesn't come out of our pocket. And we are so grateful for that. So join the Patreon supporter community. We are looking for some fun things for 2024. We're also planning on some fun things for our Patreon supporters, so we are just so excited for all of that and grateful for our Patreon supporters. And they love it when you like, share, and comment on our social media pages, when a podcast comes out on Wednesday, or whenever things get shared. But you can also like, comment at the end of each episode as well, and that's how your stories get out there, and we are so grateful for that. You can do that on any podcast platform that you listen to. We love the feedback. I love getting messages from people about what they learned from that podcast or they were so glad they got to hear that story. It's just so much fun and I can't believe I get to do this. And again, I just want to thank our running community because you guys, you show up every Wednesday to listen to these podcasts and I'm truly grateful for that. And I'm grateful that our community believes in this podcast. And so I don't take this lightly. I take it to heart. And I know that I want to make sure that our running community is well represented. 
and that any misconceptions that people have that they when they listen to this podcast they go well okay I get it now and now I want to go hit the pavement so thank you to our running community thank you to our patreon supporters thank you to all of you who share your stories and we cannot wait for all of them to come like we are so excited and so thank you for trusting us with your stories and thank you for believing and you're on your story thank you Jeff so much for <laughs> for your friendship again for what you do to the running community you are such a bright light and so much fun and you know if our running community wasn't so great you might make me want to join the running community in Louisiana <laughs> so, but ours is pretty rad here in Mobile but I absolutely love it can't wait to see you at more races and a part of your story is now a part of mine and we are connected and so I think about that when I go hit the pavement so guys go run your story because every story needs to be told.